Need LASIK? Trust the experienced team at the LASIK Center at Evergreen Eye Center. No glasses, no contacts, no limits. What will you do? LASIK at evergreen.com. Moving 92.5. Brooke and Jubal's second date update. You know, a lot of people bring things to a date like flowers, candy, mm-hmm. duct tape. Sometimes it's good to bring a surprise for the person you're going on a date with. I do love and duct tape. Melanie, who's on the phone for a second date update right now, got surprised with something on her date that I'm not sure most people would like. And I don't even really know if Melanie liked it, but we'll find out what it is in just a second. What's up, Melanie? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. So first, tell us about the guy that you went out with. What's his name? His name is Anthony. And oh man, he's a really, really sweet guy. We met on a dating app. Mm-hmm. And we had chatted for a bit ahead of time, and this was the first time we were going out. What were you feeling leading up to your first, like, in-person date with him? I was feeling really good. I was feeling optimistic. He just... Better than feeling scared. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that many people who have dated has felt that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any of that usual, like, trepidation. I don't know. He just seemed really kind. Mm-hmm. All right. And how did the date go? Well, I would say it didn't go great, but really it was kind of a disaster. Whoa. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't my fault. It was just kind of what happened. What happened? Now I'm so curious. <laughs> well, we went to this, like, one of those Japanese hibachi restaurants, you know, like, where they, like, cook in front of you. Yeah. yeah. So we met at the restaurant, and he's like, let's just, like, step outside for a second. And I was like, oh, okay. And he said he had this surprise for me. I was like, oh boy, maybe I was wrong about this not being weird. But we went outside and he opens his jacket Uh and on the inside of his jacket, like sticking out of one of the inside pockets, there's a hamster. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whoa, that's even weirder than duct tape. Wait, he brought a hamster to a hibachi restaurant? I know it sounds maybe like odd, but it was actually really cute. So the hamster's name is Einstein, and so I guess Einstein wasn't feeling well earlier that day. So he was like, I didn't want to cancel, but I, I felt bad leaving Einstein at home, and it was just, it was... How do you even I, know if a hamster's sick? I don't... Exactly. <laughs> he got a little hamster puke. I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't running in his little wheel like he always does. That's what Anthony told me, and he's oh. like, he just looked so sad. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet that you, like, were so in tune with your, your little buddy. Okay. So sick wow. hamster... Awesome points for him, apparently. Yeah, he was just being thoughtful. <laughs> okay. Did he? Did the hamster also get a table at the restaurant? Or... <laughs> a little mini one? Yeah. Oh, man, a little mini hibachi. <laughs> we maybe kept him in the jacket. Good. Yeah, rodents in restaurants, usually not yeah. a good mix. Yeah. I don't know. Kicked out. So what happened, like you said something terrible happened. Well, yeah, so we're sitting down, we're eating dinner. We're just having a really great time, really good conversation, great connection. And at one point I just looked over and Anthony just looked really weird. He looked like something was wrong. I didn't really know what was happening. And he just leaned in and he whispers in my ear that Einstein is gone. (gasps) What? Like he died? He wasn't in this pocket anymore. Oh, Oh, I thought like he knew that the hamster had passed on in his jacket. Yeah, so it broke my heart because like I obviously knew how much Einstein meant 
to Anthony. He, so he's terrified and he's like freaking out, but like trying to still be like cool and just, you know. Oh my God, what did you do? You tell the waiter, I'm sorry, our pet hamster got loose in here. We didn't tell anybody at first because like we figured maybe we could just find him on our own and like. Yeah, yeah you don't want to tell everybody that there's a rodent running around in there <laughs> and have him freak yeah. out. Yeah. So we didn't want to, like, let anybody know. So we kind of, like, started taking turns, like, kind of, you know, casually peeking under chairs and, like, wandering throughout the restaurant. Like, we ordered two extra desserts just to stay a little bit longer so we could keep looking. Oh, and man. Did you ever find Einstein? No. We never oh. found him. We never found him. I mean, we probably looked for over an hour, hour and a half. Like, we were looking oh for a long gosh. time. What did he do? I mean, for a dude that would like his hamster so much, he'd take it into a restaurant if it had the sniffles. <laughs> I'm sure he was beside himself that he couldn't find him. He looked so defeated. Like, it was, like, the saddest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, he lost his little buddy. Aww. Yeah. So how'd you guys end everything then? I didn't really know what else to do for him, so right. he just wanted to go home. So he left, and I left, and I just... Wow. Yeah, that was just a little over a week ago now. And have you gotten any update from him if he did, in fact, call the restaurant or find Einstein or... I've been trying to contact him, and I texted him, and he just wrote back, no. Just one word, no. Nothing. Oh. All right. He's devastated. And did he respond to anything else, or is that all you've heard from him was just the no? That's all that I've heard from him, and I've tried to, to contact him again. Like, I just, I I, I want to be there for him because, like, I mean, even though I don't know him very well, like, we had such a great time leading up to that point. And, I mean, it was, I had never experienced anything like that before. I mean, as cute as it was, it was obviously different i had never had someone pull a hamster out of their pocket on a date before <laughs> all right well like well yeah, well play a song and then come back and call him and see if we can get update on the hamster and maybe get you a second date okay okay thank you yep hang on 92.5 brooke and jubal in the mornings second date update we're calling today's second date update the curious case of the missing hamster if you missed the first part Melanie is on the phone, and she wants to call a dude named Anthony. They went out to a restaurant to eat, and he brought along his pet hamster. Yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> Sounds weird, but she actually liked it. But during dinner, the hamster escaped from his jacket, and they could not find him in the restaurant. So there's a hamster named Einstein wandering around some hibachi restaurant somewhere, probably Eating great. Way I, better than he was before. I'm not going to hibachi anytime soon. Or yeah. go and make it more exciting, you guys. And <laughs> she hasn't really heard from Anthony since that date, other than when she texted him to ask if he found Einstein, and he just responded no, and that's all she's heard from him. So we're about to get him on the phone and find out if she can get another date. But more importantly, no disrespect to you, but I just want to see if Einstein has been found. If not, then I'm going to start writing a new Netflix documentary. I hope that he gets found as well. I hope that there's going to be great news from Anthony. Well, don't you think, I mean, it's been a week. I understand that this guy's upset, but I also feel like he should thank you for all the time and effort you also put into looking for this hamster. I'm just trying to like think about if it was me and you're grieving, you're upset. So I'm just trying to like let him have his space that he needs. But I just do want him to know that I'm here to support him. Okay. All right. Here yeah. we go. Well, I'm going to dial this phone number right now. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, maybe the hamster answers the phone. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Well trained. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Anthony, please? Speaking. Is this the Anthony that went to a hibachi restaurant a little while ago and whose hamster got loose? Uh, who is this? First, I want to know if this is the right Anthony. Well, can you tell me who's calling, please? Sure. This is Jubal from <laughs> Brook and Jubal in the Morning. It's a radio show. Okay. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Why are you calling about my hamster? Do you know where he is? No, I don't. I would love to find out, though. Sorry. I'm actually calling... Because we do a segment on our show called The Second Date Update. And Melanie emailed us. She told us about your date with your hamster, Einstein, and said that she's tried to start talking to you again, but you haven't really been responding to anything. Yeah. Yeah, I know Melanie. Wow. That you... sounds like you don't like Melanie. <laughs> well, she's the reason why my hamster got loose in the first place. So really? She's the reason? Because she yeah. said you took the hamster in your coat pocket to a restaurant. It yeah. sounds like maybe that decision is the reason. <laughs> That is not the reason. I have taken him plenty of places before that, and he's always been fine. I was having dinner with Melanie, and she is actually a pretty sloppy eater, and food was, like, falling down on her lap. There were crumbs and pieces of rice, like, falling onto the floor. And Einstein, which is my hamster's name, Einstein loves that stuff. I even said to her, I said, hey, be careful. You know, you're spilling a lot. You're getting food all over the place. He's like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Whatever. And... Suddenly, I look down, and now Einstein's gone. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Again, if your hamster can't control himself in a restaurant, then you probably shouldn't have brought him in a restaurant. I don't think that that's her fault still. <laughs> so you blame her for your hamster being lost? Yeah. Well, she never took responsibility for it. Oh. She helped me look for him, which was nice, but it was her fault. So the whole time, <laughs> she's never once said, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that I did that. I'm sorry that... I let your hamster get loose. But Okay, oh, wait, man. hold on. If that's your theory, <laughs> if that's your theory, the reason why your hamster got loose is because he saw Melanie spilled food everywhere. Why wouldn't you be able to look down and see the hamster then eating Melanie's food? I just know that that's something that he likes, and, you know, he'll go for that. But obviously he didn't because he wasn't there. Like, he was gone. He didn't go for that. He ran hey, away. Excuse me. Who are you, okay? I just lost my hamster. You're putting me on glass right now. <laughs> I had that, had that hamster for almost five years. They say hamsters only live to three and a half, and he's almost five. Wow. Aww, he's an old he's guy. guy. Sorry. Yeah. I know you're hurt. I just don't think that it's her fault. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, it is her fault, all right? And she owes me. Oh. <laughs> I've been through so many hard times, and Einstein has always been there for me. He's an, old, he's an elderly hamster, and I didn't want to take my eyes off of him. Right. So he was a little sick that night, so I wanted to bring him and whatever. It's just... It's not fair. It's not fair. I, well, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry it's oh. not fair. And now you're telling me it's my fault, okay? I'm a bad parent because I was the <laughs> one who brought my hamster someplace that I shouldn't have. Well, it's definitely, yeah, that I is mean, your fault. Absolutely. Unless Melanie grabbed your hamster and, like, rolled it across the floor, I don't see how it's really her fault. Obviously, she didn't purposefully do it, but it is her fault, and I just wanted her to take responsibility for it. And say something. So okay. why did what? He did warn her. Oh come on! Why didn't you tell her that then? If you're that passionate about her taking the blame for this, why didn't you talk to her about it? I was in grief. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> How does shouting at her at that time make her not look for him? Yeah. Okay. So I guess you've moved on. You're yeah. in a different stage of grief now, and I guess you can shout at her because <laughs> oh she's God. actually on the other line listening and wants yeah. to talk to you. <laughs> what? Yep. Melanie, you still there? Or are you scared now? I'm here. Okay. No, I'm here. 
Wait, hold on. You've been listening this whole time? Yeah, I heard you say everything. And what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> I don't really understand why you think it's appropriate for you to turn your anger to me. I know that you're upset and you're hurting about losing Einstein. I saw it that night. I stayed with you for over an hour looking for him, not because it was my fault. I'm, I literally can't believe you would say such a thing that it, you think because it's my it fault. Because it was your fault. I can't believe you're still saying it's not your fault. All you had to do was say I'm sorry and man up and say, you know, it's my fault shouldn't have done these things. I'm sorry I did those things. But Anthony, take a deep breath because you're being you sound crazy. So let's start there. This is well, not I lost a family member. So what am I yes, supposed to did. do? Yes, you did. You're supposed to be angry that you lost your family member and you are not supposed to be blaming me for something I didn't do. I thank you for helping me find him, but you were just fixing a situation that you caught. <laughs> and then you didn't even First text me all, later and say I'm so sorry he's gone. You just said, Oh, did they find him yet? Oh. Yeah, and that was my tone. Thank you for putting my tone onto what I said. Because surely I wasn't texting you out of empathy. Surely I was texting you with an attitude. That's why I texted you. <laughs> oh, my God. If your friend's grandma dies, do you just text them and say, hey, is she fine? Or do you call them and console them? <laughs> Anthony, you are not comparing a missing hamster to a dead grandma. He loves it. It's not the same. I had hamsters. They both died. I, you get over it. I mean, I don't mean to be... Sorry like, for your loss. I'm sorry I, for your loss. I had like, no idea <laughs> that that happened to you. At some point, you have to be like, life, it has an end for everyone. And your hamster lived long, well past... But its... we don't even know that Einstein is dead. That's right. Well, it just got loose search. in a hibachi restaurant. Guys, it's a five-year-old <laughs> might be living hamster. the best life ever. Totally. What have you done to actually find him? Did you go back to the restaurant? Have you talked yes. to the staff? I've gone you to that restaurant to every single day for lunch, and I've called them and tried to explain it anonymously. There's a bit of a language barrier, but every time they tell them they think I let loose a rat in there, and I keep trying to tell them, like, no, it's a pet. It's mine. Like, <laughs> now you just sound, like, racist. So, like, that's... How am I racist? Um, the people that were working at the front of the restaurant spoke perfect English. You're just trying to put the blame on everyone else. They don't understand you. I'm making a mess. You made just as many crumbs. We were eating at a table together. <laughs> Melanie, you know what? I hear you saying a lot of stuff right now, but the one thing I don't hear you saying is I'm sorry. It's my fault. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Anthony, I feel like you're really missing out on a girl who has been understanding, who's been compassionate, who didn't think you were a total freak for bringing the hamster in the first place on a first date. Why would I be a freak for bringing a sick family member? Dude, you brought a sick rodent in your pocket on a date. That's weird, man. So what? People bring dogs to places all the time. How is that any different? Hamsters are way cleaner than dogs. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I will argue with you on that one, but I'm, I'm with you on the dog thing. I guess if that's your pet and you want to take it out. But still, I think you shouldn't blame Melanie for the entire thing. Oh, really? Okay, so you're on her side, too. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I guess everybody's against you, Anthony. Yeah, everybody's against me. You and my therapist should team up and say, I'm wrong all the time. Weird. <laughs> you're, you're in therapy, too, huh? Oh, but not well, have maybe guessed you that. learned a lesson. Maybe you learned a lesson that you shouldn't be bringing a hamster into a restaurant. Maybe next time I'll just be with a clean eater and we'll be fine. No. All right, dirty well, eater. Anthony. Well, you'll be eating alone a lot. Wait, 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 wait. We got to get an official answer. Anthony, would you like to go out with Melanie again on a second date? We will pay for it. Hard pass. I don't have any more hamsters I can afford to lose. <laughs>
<laughs> and oh, Melanie, I'm guessing you're not heartbroken about that now. No, we're, I'm good. I'm glad we cleared this up because, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, You'll never forget this, though, Melanie. No, not for a very long time. Well, th- thank you both for your time. And if anybody knows the hamster's whereabouts, please, please yes. send him our way. Yes, please. I'm serious. If you see Einstein, he's mostly white, a little bit of brown, Auburn's hats towards his head, and he's very sassy. <laughs> it's a sassy little hamster running around town. Make sure you snatch him up and send him to the radio station. Jubal in the morning.